Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. And it's funny that you mentioned the whole deadline, trade deadline situation, because I remember uh, it was either last year or the year before when the first big slew of changes came in, and Alex Kalorn's name was on that potential chopping block along with Tyler Johnson and a few other guys. And then it's like he dials it up and he, he makes the case that you can't get rid of him just yet. And then... After the season that he had last year, I thought last year was one of his best career seasons, in my personal opinion. So I think the expectations were high coming into this season. Slow start, not really hearing his name much, not really feeling him gelling with any of the lines. And then all of a sudden, he starts coming to life. And that trade deadline, that tra- trade deadline words, <laughs> is coming around the corner. Um, and then you said it. You know, now it's like, how would you get rid of this guy? What would you do? What would be ideal for this trade deadline, in your opinion? Uh, to make this team go from go to the next level. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff on, and, and it goes back to Twitter being a weird kind of beast. Uh, I've monster. seen some, some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> monster. Um, and I was always in the camp of, if you could get the deal done, go after Patrick Kane. And obviously oh. with salary cap constrictions, that's more than likely not going to happen. Um, I don't see, you know, in years past we've had we've we've had to get Coleman, we've we've got Nick Paul last year. I don't think the Lightning need to do much at the trade deadline this year. I think a lot of it has to go back on depth, maybe pick up a depth defenseman, pick up a depth forward. Um you, you know, it's it, it's a little bit weird this year because you don't have to worry about getting that one guy that's going to kind of come in and change things up that we've seen in years past. It's it's more about just 
adding extra bodies. And so it's going to be interesting what Julian Breesboss does at the deadline. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see whose names start to pop up. I mean, there's if you look at this lineup, there's the only guy that really could potentially be moved is Kalorn. And like we said, he he has he has really made the case of keeping himself in Tampa, which I think at this point I, it would be kind of crazy not to keep him. But yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what name kind of pops up at the last minute that the Lightning might snatch up in some sort of under the table kind deal uh, at the eleventh hour. So I think that's really what it comes down to. I think it's just going to be just a depth forward, a depth defenseman, uh, nothing too crazy this year. A, a pretty much a mellow trade deadline for Tampa, which is really out of the ordinary for us. I know. Aside from the fact of the cap drama, I don't know how they continue to just finesse this cap restriction and pull certain <laughs> yeah. guys in. Now, where I do wish we had cap space and um, love the Patrick Kane perspective, but I'm I'm kind of waiting for them to bring in a guy that can create more stability on the defensive end of things. Um, while defense's game has picked up tremendously, I would say December uh, through, it still feels like it's not as consistent or not the strongest level of performances that we've seen out of this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Um, you've got so many question marks next to Hayden Fleury and Cal Foot. Fleury sitting at nine goals, 23 assists. Foot sitting at four goals and 11 assists. And then you got this guy, Nick Perbix, who's starting to really step into his own at the NHL level already at four goals um, and 12 points. Do you think that there is a quality defenseman out there that can help bring that stability to the team so that they're not always relying on Victor Hedman to train up the new guy? Because that's kind of where the rotation comes in. Whenever they're not sure about somebody, they get bumped up to Hedman for a second. And these guys haven't really had much time. Sergachev, Perbix, I think they've pretty much solidified their pairing. Uh, Chernak and Cole, they've solidified their pairing. But outside of that, there's still so much movement going on. You know, it's very difficult. The name that comes to mind that really would have been a great fit for this Lightning team, but, you know, we go back to salary constrictions, and that is Eric Carlson. And that that would have been a great pick-me-up. Could you imagine? That would have been a great pick-me-up, I know. It it would have been a great pickup, but at the same time, you know, money money is king in the NHL. So it's funny that you brought up Cal Foote because I was so high on him to start this season. I really thought he was going to take another step forward uh, after the way he played in the playoffs last year. And it's been somewhat disappointing for him. But, you know, it's funny to think also about Nick Burvick's because – if you remember correctly, he was just a placeholder until Bogosian got back. And and now we're yeah. in this weird conversation that Cal Foot might be the odd man out. Hayden Fleury is kind of in and out of the lineup when need be, when certain guys need a night off or banged up. So, I mean, do you trade? Do we have the conversation? Because I have seen this idea floated around here and there. Do you do you work out a deal, you know, to bring in a veteran? Do you work out a deal that sends Cal Foot to another organization or have you given up on him presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today oh see that's where i feel bad because i had some high hopes for him too when they first pulled him into everything i feel like he was making that you know, game by game progress that you want to see out of a young defenseman. He was learning, he was adjusting. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of like mistake, 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 mistake. And you see how much he beats himself up, which obviously this game means so much to these guys, but it's getting to the point to where I feel like it's hard for him to 
get rid of those mistakes, like shed them mentally, because you're seeing him kind of wear them in, in certain points of the game. Um, then I want to say it was like, maybe end of October, he started to pick up his game a little bit, uh, started racking up in the block total, especially when guys like Eric Turnak were out with, with injuries. And so then there was that another hopeful moment. I kind of think he's at the end of his rope, though, of saying that he belongs on this team because Perbix was a surprise. I think Bogosian, this is his last season within his contract because when he came back, I think it was just for two years. Yeah. Um, so now there's all this, you know, they would have needed to see him step up in such a larger form to say, we'll keep you versus maybe we can bring somebody else in who's like a true stay at home defenseman because there's no, there's been no replacement to McDonough if you yeah. think about it. And I think that's why it's probably hard to consider keeping Calfoot. Flurry's been, you know, here, there, and consistent. Flurry and Footy have been responsible for a lot of turnovers in the zone that have been, you know, almost tragic. Um, so I feel like if they can clear cap space with those movements, then that's kind of where they have to go. But I feel so bad because I had high hopes for Foot too. Yeah, I think that that's a decision that's going to be made in the off season. But it, it's, I, I think we're going to get somebody that we haven't really heard of who's kind of on the rise on the defensive part and uh, department kind of something what we saw last year with Braden Hagel you knew about him you heard what he was doing but it wasn't really something you know it, it, a lot of people were tentative when he came in because it's like is he successful because of him or is he successful because he's playing with Patrick Kane so I think you might see that with an, a little bit of a uh, when, when they do bring in a defenseman uh, into the mix possibly at the deadline 